Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, can't you feel it? It's a new era. We have a new mayor in Los Angeles. Yes. And sure enough, she went to the emergency operations center today and declared an emergency. All right. It's officially a state of emergency? It is. Okay. And so then what happened? Well, I guess the council has to approve it. Uh-huh. So nothing happened? No. No? No uh, blue ribbon commission? Oh, you mean you want the homeless cleaned up an hour after she made the announcement? Is that what's supposed to happen with the announcement? Yes. An emergency, right? When there's an emergency and you see sirens going by and... And, and, and lights flashing, right? And right, everybody's a battle station. Right, yes. and then they show up, and if there's a fire, the firemen, what do they do immediately? They don't hold a roundtable discussion. There's no blue ribbon panel. They jump out with the hoses. They start it's all spreading. about action. You That's are right. right. All right, if there's a guy lying on the floor, just had a heart attack, he's grasping his chest, going, <laughs> what, what do they do? The paramedics jump right away, start pounding his chest. They get the yeah. defibrillator out, and they try to revive him. Well... Hmm. Nothing. No, she held up the proclamation. It was like a little booklet. Did oh, you see she that? held up the proclamation. The the uh, yeah. Wow, cool. The emergency declaration. Look at I this. Is the my first emergency proclamation, everyone. 
she proudly held it up. At, it was a big media event. And, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, did all the, all the photographers start snapping photos? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Her. New Look mayor, new day, there new proclamation. Go. New proclamation. State of emergency. The emergency declaration is being held up for the cameras. There it is. Okay. Now go outside. You won't see another vagrant. That's it. Make him go away with a wave of my hand. Piece of paper. Uh, I wow. mean, honestly. I miss Garcetti. She'll have the ability to more quickly dispense money. There you go. To providers. Oh, <laughs> Really? The they, homeless industrial complex will speed up. They, they haven't dispensed it quickly enough yet. And uh, to, wow. right, to the providers who do the outreach work to oh. homeless people. Yeah, that's proved successful. Yeah, outreach. Yeah, that re- a- a- Outreach is a winner, boy. You just walk up to him and go, uh, you know, would you like to go to a shelter? I want to go to an MRF or shelter. Uh, okay, I'm sorry I bothered you. You made more sense than many of them do. I actually understood your response. Yeah. Uh, we can approve the master leasing of buildings and cut through the regulatory and permitting processes. Okay. Woohoo! No one ever thought of that before. Right. I heard Garcetti say that for uh, for nine and a half years. Yes, we've got to cut through the regulations. That's right. Yes, Get they're, this housing built. They're your regulations, you bonehead. I couldn't believe it when he used to complain how hard it was to build something. Oh, there's just so many regulations, so much red tape. That's yours. Now, him and the county and the state all piled on top of each other. The one thing she did tell the Times editorial board, uh-oh, then she's not going to commandeer property to provide housing. Remember that idea Mike Bonin oh, loved to Mike take Bonin. the hotels away? Oh, yeah. No, so she's no not- I won't do that because you're going to end up tied up in court forever. Oh, so she's not going to... Is that the only reason? Like, she would like to commandeer Yeah, maybe. It? That's all she yeah. said. That's her quote. It would be tied up... I'm in- looking for the quickest way to do this, and she thinks that'll just end up tied up in the courts if she tries to take buildings like you, hotels away. You know why it would be tied up in court? It's called the Constitution! Because <laughs> in America, we're free to own property! Here's the best sentence in this story, the El Segundo Times. It's unclear how much this emergency declaration would cost if passed or how many units of interim housing bass plans to create immediately. She doesn't know. Of course not. It's just an emergency declaration. But it does have a name. Oh, oh, this should be good. What? The whole thing has it. You ready for the name? Yeah. It is Inside Safe. That's what the whole thing is called. Inside Safe? Yes. The effort is called Inside, Inside Safe. Safe. The emergency declaration is part of the effort she's calling Inside Safe. Who came up with that? That's uh, one of uh, her brilliant uh, new staffers. Oh, that's a dud. She had... <laughs> no, that's a, that's just a dud. It, was, it doesn't mean anything. Sounds like it's missing a word. Right. It, it Inside should, is safe? It should, it should spell out some stupid acronym, right? Now she's promising to get people uh. off the streets, and apparently she's going to start... With some of the worst encampments and where the RVs are all parked. That's what she's claiming. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some. Oh, and she met with general managers of city departments and challenged them to bring her solutions. <laughs> wait, wait, the same crowd that hasn't had solutions for the last and, 10 years? And all the holdovers <laughs> from the Garcetti administration because <laughs> okay. she's not replacing anybody right now. <laughs> all you Garcetti people, I challenge you to bring solutions. And eh? just sit there and what? stare at her. Eh? I'm in the emergency operations center, and this will happen now. Here, I'm holding this up. See this booklet? <laughs> See this, this proclamation? proclamation, right? <laughs> Look oh. at this proclamation. Are we just being jaundiced? Um, Can't we give this lady a chance? No. No. No, no chance. 
I'm pissed off that she's mayor. I didn't want her to be mayor. I think I think she's going to be a disaster. I think she's going to be all show. It's all going to be cheap headlines and photo ops, just like Garcetti. So yeah, she might be too nice too. Yeah, she she is going to. Yeah, she's going to be ineffective. We, I we, think so. I got it. Well, I, I can go into a bunch of stories about <laughs> the know. Tracy Park uh, uh, swearing in that I went to. But the one thing I'll tell you right now is Via Ragosa was there. I guess he's was friends with Tracy Park. He did endorse her. I do remember reading that. Yeah. And he gave a short speech before he swore her in. And he said, he goes, I, I got to say, I, you know, I just, I, I, what the hell happened to the city? <laughs> Come on, let's go. He goes, I'm looking around. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Which for some reason just cracked me up. Yeah. It was almost like somebody shook him out of bed. It's like, Antonio, look outside. What the hell happened out here? No, well, he said that a couple of years ago yeah. that Garcetti City is just dirty, and I was what he used the old emperor has no clothes kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. No, he seemed truly offended. I, you know, I, I mean, we've certainly beat him over the head for a long time, but he actually gave a pretty I'm good speech. Fill it with a think tank to kind of rethink uh, what I think. <laughs> Thanks, John. You opened up this box. <laughs> no, he here really... goes Eric now with fifty million of these. <laughs> I haven't heard most of these in a few years. Uh, it's good we to play Jingle Bells on Friday. Oh, I, I oh, I know. In fact, the whole time he was talking, that's all I could think of. I was, was, to myself, I was going, But he didn't do the uh-uhs in this speech because, you know, he was speaking from the heart. He was really yeah. he was really had an attitude of, I don't know what the hell's going on in this city. Like, it really, really came naturally out of him. I'm thinking, wow, this is a more effective version of Tony Villar than the well, old Well, there's boom. also now there's just the, the stupid chaos, like it's a sideshow, but it's becoming the thing that everybody's covering is just the whole thing with the city council. And now, of course, what happened Friday night with uh, Kevin Leon fighting an activist. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, I mentioned that guy on the show Friday. Jason Reedy is yeah. the guy that had the baby strapped to his chest. He was screaming. There's not too many of these people. That's why no, it's, it's easy this... for it's not a, it's not a big coincidence. It's just there's so few of them. And he's already confronted DeLeon before. It's at the same events. people because after one of the demonstrations, I started looking on Twitter the names of these people and their organizations, and then the websites, and then I started paying attention, and they were showing up at every dispute, whether it was a uh, a candidate's debate for mayor. Or, yes. when, or when Joe Buscaino was speaking out about homelessness. Well, guess and, Reedy is an organizer with the People City Council. We've heard of that one before. Yeah, yeah. They're so, like their own shadow government, right? Right. And uh, somebody's funding them. And and most of these sites uh, have, have donate buttons. And, and they'll even mention how, how they're being funded. So oh. they've got money, and this is what these guys do all day. They show up with babies strapped to their chests, and and that dad that is that is a coward move, right? Because he knows he's going to engage in some risky behavior, and he's hoping nobody's going to push back because he's got the baby on his chest. Well, well, he didn't have the baby on his chest when he confronted Deleon. No, at the but Christmas it, it's, uh, the, event. It's, it's the kind of thing they do. It was at the city council. You can there's a picture in the Times of him with the baby. <laughs> it's a five month old just strapped there. Remember years ago, who who is who is that? Uh, that uh, pain in the neck uh, down in Orange County who brought his uh, little kid to one of our uh, outdoor uh, rallies. Oh, and we confronted, Luke Correa? Yeah, Luke Correa. Luke Correa did that. He had his That's little... That's the guy he almost fought with, yeah. Yeah, because he had his little kid, and he was using the little kid as a shield to try to keep me away. 
Yeah, he became a congressman. Is he still? I think he might still be. Yeah, I don't know. All right. When we come back, we'll uh, give you the... There's a couple of funny things about the uh, the Kevin DeLeon event that broke out Friday night. The chaos, a scuffle, the fracas between he and an activist. Uh, we got a story to play. Then John will talk about uh, attending the Tracy Parks wearing in. That's the woman that's replacing boneheaded Bonin, Mike Bonin, on the L.A. City Council. We'll have more later in the show on Bass's homelessness uh, mm. state of emergency declaration. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Oh, look, the guy who is no way, no how running for president went to the U.S.-Mexico border in Arizona today. Have any guess who that is? Newsom? He did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Governor Gavin Newsom has left the state. The governor is visiting the U.S.-Mexico border to discuss immigration reform uh-huh. and the Newsom administration's commitment to supporting immigrant communities and the border region. Boy, is that a lot of pap and nothing. The governor will return to California later today. No, there you go. Not running for president. Not running for president. Right. And All right. He, and so he, for- and he doesn't lie. Friday, of course, uh, the big chaos was that uh, Kevin Leon the disgraced uh, city council member, return to the L.A. City Council meeting. Uh, the protesters who've still been showing up demanding that he resign, of course, this was something they had hoped for and waited for, and they screamed and yelled, and eventually there was a recess, and when everything was back in order, uh, Leon had left. So later in the night, he shows up at a Christmas, uh, a tree lighting celebration in Lincoln Park. Uh, parents took videos of their daughters performing in pink tutus inside the auditorium. Children played in a snow pit outside. Uh, a DJ played Christmas is here. On stage, the council member wore a Santa hat and was handing out gifts to children when, uh-oh, in come the activists, led by Jason Reedy, a stay-at-home dad and organizer with the People's Council. A stay-at-home dad. That's why he had the child strapped to his <laughs> chest on Friday. <laughs> because he's a paid protester. That's why he can stay at home for his kid. <laughs> he makes uh, a lot of money running the, running this racket of yelling at uh, politicians. So basically it becomes cat and mouse as Leon apparently tries to run away and uh, Reedy chases him and eventually there's pushing and shoving and, oh, Leon loses his Santa hat. Uh, here is a story, because apparently there's different video coming out like every hour or two. <laughs> a lot of people whipped out their phones to catch this. Uh, ABC7's Leanne Souter reporting on this one. Cut through. The LAPD is now investigating the fight between L.A. City Councilman Kevin DeLeon and a community activist. Both men claiming the other started the altercation, much of which was captured on camera. Today, we're getting a look at more of that fight. Look at the two men coming to blows in front of dozens of children and parents at a toy giveaway and Christmas tree lighting in Lincoln Heights last night. Dane Leone has been under intense pressure to resign since audio was leaked of an October conversation about redistricting that included racial slurs and blunt talk of political power grabs. Now, at the beginning of that extended video that we're seeing, you can see the altercation there. You can see activist Jason Reedy confronting De Leon. The councilman says several community members were trying to escort him out of the event after a group of activists had surrounded him. When they reached the doorway, the two men ended up in a physical altercation. De Leon says Reedy was the one who instigated the violence. 
when he headbutted me is when I grabbed him and I grabbed him and I put him on the table. I held him on the table there for maybe five to, to 10 seconds. Uh, then at that moment, I let him go. Another melee ensued. Uh, he turned the corner. Uh, he threw a punch at me, a full-blown punch, uh, hit me right in the face, threw a second punch at me, missed me. Reedy's attorney says the video shows a much different story than what De Leon claims. Shakira Rahman says it was the councilman who turned things violent, calling him a disgrace, saying in a statement, quote, video footage clearly shows him and his supporters initiating this assault while Mr. Reedy stands with his hands up. Not only has Kevin De Leon lost all political legitimacy, his claims that he was the one who attacked here simply underscores how he's lost touch with reality. Both men now filing assault allegations against the other. That video certainly of the altercation is going to be a key part of the LAPD's investigation and exactly what mm. happened. All right. Well, jail them both. <laughs> I mean, you're going to show up at a kid's event. I hate to sound like the uh, L.A. Times editorial board, but if you want this guy removed, do it with the recall or the next election. Don't yeah, run around sense. jumping in his face and demanding he resign. Except Brady doesn't live in the district. He doesn't have a say. He does not have a you know, say. But there is a recall effort. He could help organize it. He could get involved with the people collecting signatures. He could do something else besides chasing after De Leon and uh, jumping in his face it, and it, saying, you're a racist, resign. It's a, it's street theater. He's a punk activist. It is. This a, is how people be, they feel important this That's way. right. He's performing. And to me, it looked like Reedy bumped uh, De Leon's head. Yeah, did it? Okay. That's what I thought. And then after that, uh, De Leon threw him onto the table. And uh, that that's I was rooting for De Leon by the end of it. I think you kind of have to here because really uh, these activists this is mob rule. Yeah, right. And and this mob, if if De Leon were to resign after this, this mob thinks it's going to get its way with everything that it wants. Get out of here. Because this goon Reedy was standing up straight. He was right in De Leon's face, standing up straight, blocking him. And I'm thinking, well, what's what's a guy supposed to do? He, 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 again, at a, at a Christmas he did, event. He, yeah, right. he tried to withdraw and get away, and they just kept chasing him, yeah. blocking him. So he did right. He did bump heads. He eventually and, got and I the, the, the instant lies you know, put out by the press weasels for this group. And so they, they say the opposite of what I saw with my own eyes. It's like, nice try, but I saw it with my own eyes. You don't have to tell me what the alternate version was. But this is the world we're in now. Well, listen to what Sharon, Sharon Kwok, Q-U-O-C-K, a member of another activist group, J-Town Action and Solidarity. She said she, Reedy, and three other activists decided to show up uh, because the normal channels of public comment and protest by broad segments of the pop broad segments of the population haven't led to his resignation. He doesn't well, have to resign. What's wrong with you? Not. He's yeah. not going to. And I don't know where this broad segments of the population comes it's from, but just it's just public relations phrasing. That's all. No, you want to hear something from the real world in this story? The DJ at this event, his name is yes. Alex Ochoa. Yes. Yeah, you like that? Yes. He, he, he grew up in Lincoln Heights, but he admitted he was DJing when a group of five people walked in and yelled at De Leon, you were racist. He said uh, he doesn't watch the news. He had, was not aware of the whole leaked audio controversy, so he had no idea what they were. <laughs> He's in a better place. <laughs> to me, that's the real world. Yeah, there it? you yeah. go. Like, what audio? That's right. <laughs> What's, What's that about? story? Uh, you know, a lot of people don't watch local news. They don't read any local news. No. They, hear, they look at Twitter. Clearly. They look at social media feeds, uh -huh. and they don't give this stuff a lot of attention. No. Whatever they give attention to with either celebrity news or some sort of world news. So Ask, him, uh, ask him about a Kardashian. He'll know that.
<laughs> he, he doesn't know about some political scandal. But who now, follows I mean, politics? The media is trying to analyze this to determine, well, who should be charged here? The video does not capture the thrust or the headbutt. DeLeon claims it, that he thrusted his pelvis into me. Oh. <laughs> I know. That was, how, how was that? Pelvis, yeah. <laughs> and then headbutted me on the forehead. He, I saw the headbutt. I don't know what people are talking about. It's clear that uh, Reedy bumped heads. Oh, Reedy's side is saying they both headbutted each other. Well, <laughs> well, when know, you butt someone's or... head, both heads are going to hit. Well, I mean, but, but you, know, uh, my... you make the action of pushing or leaning your head out to hit yeah, somebody. That, with that's your... Reedy did it to DeLeon. Wow. I, it's a mess. But, um, yeah, he shouldn't be forced to resign just because a mob no. chases him and says you need to resign. That's no, his decision. Like, who the hell are you? Get a recall going, what, what and you, then, then you can get rid of him that way or vote him out in 24. No, this, this, is, this is that uh, cancellation board has, has shown up. And it's like, I'm sorry, your career is over. Uh, you're no longer getting paid. You no longer have a position because we say so. Who the hell are you? Well, you know, what sort did you, did you trolls crawl out of? Nobody asked you. You don't get a say. And now LAPD has to look in. They both filed police reports alleging that uh, they were battered uh, by the other. Probably nothing's going to come of it. I would think not. What, what is it? Does it make any difference? Uh, but 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 Reedy followed because DeLeon was trying to get out of the main room into a back room. He opened a door and Reedy right. followed him in. He was clearly the aggressor the whole way. Right. He should go home. Why isn't he reading stories to his kid? Why aren't they watching uh, Charlie Brown's Christmas? With his child. What is he doing? Chasing a dirt bag like DeLeon. If, he, if DeLeon's uh, constituents, you know, the eight people who vote there, want him out, they'll vote him out. And if they don't, then you got to live with it. Suck All on right. it. When we... What was that? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Why? He's not going to repeat that. It was one, little, <laughs> one last little line you threw in there. Stunned me. Uh, when we come back, oh, John was there. What is this? Loyola Marymount University? Yes. The swearing in of the newly elected council member, Tracy Park. Protesters showed up there, too, had to be removed by police. John was there. So was Tony Villar. It was very I, exciting. I saw the chaos right in front of me. All right. We have some of that audio to play. I, I ran we'll from the, the chaos. <laughs> and then we missed it on Friday, but we have the audio. One of the outgoing city council members, so fed up with the activists, the protesters, dropped the F-bomb in his exit speech. There you go. <laughs> the chin bag fights back. Everyone's falling apart here. <laughs> this is great. This is great. <laughs> you like chaos, yes. don't you? No, no. This weekend was beautiful. Uh, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere in the iHeartRadio app. It is day one of the emergency declaration against homelessness yes. by Karen Bass. And we are waiting to see what action, what has changed today. Well, well she you know. signed a document. That's the beginning. Right. She signed the document. And, and if, if anything else happens... We will tell you immediately. We have uh, team coverage, wall-to-wall coverage of day one of the emergency declaration. Well, remember Rick Caruso said the same thing. He was going to declare a state of emergency. They were both saying that. Do you think his state of emergency would be different if he was mayor? Yes, he would have had homeless off the streets already. (laughs) (laughs) At least five guys he would have taken out. He would have carried them out himself. So, uh, did you bring any bubbly? Because it's the end of Mike Bonin, although there's a part of me, the way this is unfolding. And next hour, we're going to talk about Gil Cedillo. Gil Cedillo is off the L.A. City Council. Uh, He was uh, beaten in the election, so he doesn't have to resign. He was also on that uh, leaked audio, making those comments, along with Kevin DeLeon and Nuri Martinez. 
And when he was in the legislature, oh, man, did he bug, bug us with, you know, we called them one Bill Gill, two Bill Gill, because every year he was in there with driver's licenses for illegal immigrants. So we had a long history going back with that hack. But I don't know. I'm calling them the old guard now because, yeah, yeah I think yeah. what we're going to see, I mean, as much as we despise Bonin and Sadiq. Well, no, these are communists coming in to replace them. <laughs> oh, these these are like the activists you see at the yeah. – uh, they yeah. want De Leon to resign. Yeah. They believe everything should be free. Free rent, yep. free metro, free everything. No uh, no, uh, no private ownership of uh, no. homes or no. apartment buildings. Any wealth you accumulate belongs to everyone. Right. You give your money away and uh, you give uh, any property you have away. <laughs> and right now, people listening are probably laughing, thinking, oh, Johnny Ken, like they always do, they're exaggerating. Oh, no. Where no. do you see what this crowd You'll introduces? See, yeah. When they come for your home, don't call us. We warned you. So John attended uh, the swearing-in of Mike Bonin's replacement. Uh, Tracy Park is her name. Of course, we had her on our voter guide, and she did win that election over a man that uh, named Aaron Darling, who Mike Bonin wanted to replace him and was kind of the same ilk. Yeah, yeah. But, bon- um, Bonin, Bonin gave birth to Aaron Darling. But uh, uh, Tracy Park, if, if you don't know who she is, she is shockingly centrist. For the L.A. City Council. I mean, That's not so fashionable anymore. No. I mean, she really is startling. Um, and and she held it at LMU at, at one of their uh, in one of the buildings. And it was a big room uh, where I guess they have events. Uh, hundreds of people were there. At least, you know, two John or three hundred was invited. Well, it was an invitation only thing. Yeah, and, you got invited. Yeah, well, she was media, you know. She'd been on the show a, a couple of times. I had met her before she even announced at another event, and she said she was going to run, and we had a talk for a while. And she actually was campaigning door to door, and the doorbell rang one day. My wife answered. My wife ended up talking to her for a, a long while. So she really, really worked hard going from house to house selling herself. Now, her background, she's an attorney, right? She's an attorney, municipal law, yeah. Municipal law. Okay. So they had an event, and uh, I, I think one of his, uh, one of uh, her main campaign workers emceed, and there was a series of speakers, uh, including the new city attorney, um, uh, her her uh, her employer, one one of the partners, I guess, at the law firm, uh, came and, and and talked about her, and then Vera Gosa was there to say what the hell happened to the city, and Vera Gosa was swearing her in, so he spoke. Then he swore her in, and then she spoke. Now this was a big room. It's like 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 a almost like a gigantic cafeteria. That's it was it was l- wide and flat, hmm. and uh, like like low. The ceilings were low. And my wife and I, we came in, and just by chance, Tracy was right there at the entrance. She was just talking to somebody, so we met her right up front, and it was so crowded. My wife still a little spooked about COVID, so we just hung on the outside. Near, near the door. There was good airflow there. <laughs> also good. Oh, wow. As it turned out, good exit opportunity. Deborah Mark, yeah, he's married to one of those. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like this, oh, too. Good airflow by the door. No, I'm not that well. Yeah, were, there masked, yes, yeah. were there masked attendees no. at all? Well, no. Well, uh, just okay. a couple. So oh, there was a couple. Yeah, it was like 95% was, was unmasked, which I was surprised, right? And, yeah. and, the, and the thing is, the crowd was younger. And more enthusiastic. There was a lot of energy in the room, and and they were really thrilled with her. And it's just not. Well, I went to two of Bonin's uh, appearances while he was uh, councilman, and one of them was in someone's home, friend of ours, and it was it was forty zombie people, right? Old gray, 
And then we went to a synagogue where about there was about 200 people, and everybody everybody showed up there for the cookies afterwards. Everybody was deadly quiet, looked glazed over, disconnected, old, tired, bored. This was entirely different. I, oh. it's, it, it, the whole a whole different crowd woke up after Ooh. enduring Bonnet for this last term. So anyway, she goes up there to speak, and she's talking uh, for a, a few minutes, and suddenly this high-pitched squeal comes from the other side of the room. <laughs> Sounded like a cat had gotten trapped in a washer-dryer. I mean, just squealing. And everybody starts buzzing and murmuring. And then I saw on the video later what happened, right? It was this. In fact, it, a play, uh, play clip number one. All right, and uh, this was the woman. She was the first protester there. And you defend the N word. You are not going towards the door. I'm going for door. So they're hustling her out. Well, she's an N word defender. You know that, right? She's defended the N word purposefully. Like she chooses to do this. I'm going to the door. Go to your mommy's house. Do we know who that woman was? She with the group or just her own crazy? Uh, I no, there there was an N word defender. An N word defender. What's the uh, Aaron, story on that? Is Aaron there anything da- to that, or is yeah, it just made up? Aaron Darling was running commercials on this because Tracy oh. Park represented a lot of people, and it was some, I think, uh, city worker. Uh, who was involved in a lawsuit, and oh, there were there were accusations against him, and she was defending him. I and see. That was one, one of the, the accusations accus- must be he used the N word. Right. Exactly. Oh. Okay. So Aaron Darling uh, turned that into Tracy Park is an N word defender. Oh, that's really inside. Okay, I missed and, that whole yeah, story. Right? Yeah, well, I didn't see any of his commercials because it doesn't affect anyone's life. <laughs> exactly. So so she start she starts squealing. Yeah, I'm reading there was at least five of them, right? Five protesters. There were five roughly. of them. And, and, and at one point, Tracy in her speech said there's five of them. So they had advanced word. And I think they were following around certain people because uh, uh, they, they knew they were planted around like grenades dispersed mm. through the crowd. And it was, it was a timed release. She would go off first and start squealing. Everybody would be a big hubbub. They'd escort her out. And then a minute or two later, another one would go off. And then a few minutes after that, another one would go off. Well, after she, that, that person started to squeal, my wife backed out of the room and just was standing in the big wide hallway outside. Yeah. Uh, now she's talking, and here's like a big, Big guy. And he goes lurching toward, very purposefully towards the stage. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't like the look of this guy at all. Because <laughs> he looked like when he got to his destination, something bad was going to happen. Right. But he, he was cut off, and they dragged him out the door. Meantime, I decided, you know what? I'm getting out. My wife is already halfway down the hall. She's like, she, because she used to be a TV reporter. And she goes, when I get that feeling something bad's going to happen, she goes, I just bolt. And I said, you know what? I think you're right. I'm bolting too. Well, all right. So now, now the first squealing woman is in the hallway. They're taking it's a long, wide corridor. They're taking her out. Then they're taking the the big guy out, right? And then a third one, I guess, went off, and they're now dragging her out. And and one of the third or fourth one, somebody in the Tracy Park crowd, big burly guy, he physically. There's video of this, but the audio you can't figure out what's happening. He shoved this 
little woman out. They were all like mm. little whiny women squealing. And this guy was twice her size. He looked like a bear. And he's pushing and pushing her and pushing her right out the door. Now the crowd's getting into it. Well, first woman comes out, then the guy, then the second woman comes out, and there's a commotion around each one of them. And my wife and I, we hid behind a pillar because I said, look, if there are gunshots, the, gun, the, the, the shots are going to bounce off the floor or off the wall or something because right. everything was cement. I said, let's just, just let's stay behind here until they, they pass. And then when they passed, we went for the elevators, got into the parking garage, and got out of there. And then a fourth one came out. And then the fifth one came out. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to these things anymore. I mean, this this is just people are crazy. Between that, what happened with De Leon, and then I remember last last uh, earlier this year, uh, Bush Guyano was uh, doing a, a, a campaign appearance in Venice. Remember the woman with the knife? Yeah, who was right. right up front. They, these these activists are are completely deranged. They're mentally unstable. Yeah, the, you know, the, we're, we're just one step short from something really tragic happening. Well, we have another clip. Let's play cut two. See what's in this noise. Get out of here, boom. Now, these five were all connected to each other, or do you think they yeah. were all just separate? They no, were? I think they were all connected. I think just the whole thing was uh, choreographed. It was set up. Yeah, the... yeah, because they, they, they all waited. They waited a few minutes in between each. They, they, they wanted to disrupt the entire speech. So they, they go one at a time. And if, you know what I noticed when I walked in? You know, you get a little inkling sometimes, a little instinct. When I walked in, we had tickets. We got an invitation, and we had tickets with a barcode on our phones, but nobody was reading the barcode. And I thought, oh, wow, that means anybody can walk in here. Because I remember when I went to the Fox 11 debate for uh, Caruso and Bass and then Vio Nueva and Luna, you couldn't get into that thing without an invitation and ID card, and they, did a, like, they, they checked to make sure you were who you were. In fact, I couldn't get in at first. I mean, it was really tight, and they had no disruptions. And I think that was the only mayoral debate without a disruption because Fox and Levin was going to televise that live, and they didn't want any nonsense. So they, they sealed it off. This wasn't oh. that way, and I thought, oh, wow, anybody can walk in here. It's like I knew I knew something was going to happen, right? Because that's the way the whole year has been. Every time there's been a public event, there's been people screaming and, and, and creating, creating mayhem. All right, when we come back. We'll play you one outgoing city council member who did have a uh, a pretty uh, emotional moment. He drops the f bomb, and it's kind of got to do with what we've been talking about for the last ten minutes. Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty live everywhere. The iHeart Radio app. We're getting more and more civilized. Ahead uh, at three o'clock, Steve Gregory will join us. Uh, the embattled outgoing city council member Gil Cedillo apparently did release a statement today to explain why he did not resign. He waited for his turn to run out. He is one of the three on the infamous leaked recording. That was uh, the conversation they were having at the L.A. County Federation of Labor Offices. That was Kevin DeLeon, Nuri Martinez, Gil Cedillo, and the Labor Federation president, Ron Herrera. And uh, we spent a lot of time talking about DeLeon because he won't quit. And then, of course, he got into that uh, shoving match it's a deal. on really, Friday night. really didn't say anything. He's just. I, uh, I don't know that he did. Yeah, I can't. He's remember. being. He's being. A, I'm just looking through the recaps of the stories, and uh, you know, his big sin was he didn't speak up and stop it. He didn't stand up and leave the room and show his disapproval. 
Now, now Leah, something to say about what was the real conversation that was going on there, which is about redistricting and how this little Latino caucus was frustrated in that they're half the city's population, but much less than that percentage-wise on the L.A. City Council. So we'll talk to Steve at uh, 3.05 on the John and Ken show. Uh, one of the other council people that's leaving is the chin bag. We threw the chin bag into the dumpster on yeah. Friday. That's Paul Koretz, um, longtime city council member. And we call him that because he's got like this big blocky head with the uh, fat uh, roll of fat hanging down underneath his uh, yeah, he's, chin. He's got that. that uh, I talk like this. It's like an old frog, right? You know how frogs have a big yes. you know, waddle underneath yeah. their jaw? He was not beaten. He was termed out. He tried to become LA City Controller, but he lost that race. So he's done with government for now. I forgot his replacement is Yaroslavsky the second. Zev Yaroslavsky's daughter, yeah, right. Katie Young Yaroslavsky takes Great. over the seat. Right. You know what? It I don't know what her politics are going to be, but it, you know that never occurred to me that when the when the old guard of uh, losers and hacks. Either either died and were, or were termed out, that all their kids would start running. It's like, oh man, that's true. It's true in sports and acting. You often see uh, the kids want that job it's too. Like same, so. It's like same genetics over and over again. <laughs> uh, so uh, we have a portion of his farewell speech, and of course, what had been going on Friday was, you know, the Kevin DeLeon showed up, so they had to shut down the LA City Council meeting because the protesters were screaming and yelling and at him to resign and. It's been going on since this story broke. I think it was in October, wasn't it, with the leaked audio? It was like two or three months, well, months ago. I know. This nobody, nobody can quit this one. So the chin bag is fed up with all of this, particularly that they're coming in there and the mob is screaming this and that. Uh, here's part of what he had to say. So I would just say lastly to the disruptors and protesters um, who've done their best to make it difficult for us to do our work in the last two and a half years, in their own words... I yield the rest of my time and you. Now, there's a context to that. Yes. Apparently, some activist used that phrase some weeks ago. I yield the rest of my time and F you, saying it to the whole council. And people thought that was hilarious, and it went viral online, and it became a catchphrase now among this crowd. So Koretz decided to uh oh, he decided to use yeah. that as a way to get back at the uh yeah. at the uh, uh I you know, I don't know what the uh the future of this city council is because uh they should disband. Maybe <laughs> Yeah, maybe they're getting the people that they want though with these uh communist yep. democrat socialists coming on. And uh, now they have a seat at the table for this yep. uh, far out there politics. Communists are coming in. You know what's going to happen is the rich people who the communists want to uh, want to loot are just going to move out and get out of here before they come for your money. You ought to be. That's why you, you people on the West Side, you go in with Tracy Park. That's a good step in the right direction, because you, if you keep empowering the communists, they're coming for your money. So the, the West Side rich people, they're the ones who finance the whole city and they they want your money bad. So. You'd be, you'd be smart and, uh, you know, you'd be smart and either leave or maybe uh, put up a fence, put up a border fence. Well, we've kind of been watching this happen in slow motion for years now. And, of course, for a while, the only one that was espousing this type of talk was like Bernie Sanders. Remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, this he was a proud socialist. Uh, that's the idea. The government 
takes all the money and they figure out how to distribute it fairly and evenly to all the people. Right? Right. Now, the communists go further. They take away the private property. They take away a lot of things. That's the thing. <laughs> he was just a plain old... The socialists just heavily tax and grab all the money they can from you he, in order to spend it on their favorite program. Yeah, he was just a plain old socialist wanting to redistribute wealth. The wealth. communists are coming in, and they want to own what you own. They want to take your house, your apartment building, your business, and they'll decide what to do with it. And they'll decide who lives there. Right, because they've looked at decades now of high taxes, and oh my God, in California, mm. where do you find higher taxes? And still see the problems that they don't like with the homeless and the poor. Because the so they think you probably have to go further. The government has to start taking things over. I mean, we're, we're, we were just talking about uh, this last week where they're discussing up in Sacramento, uh, you know, this uh, windfall profits tax on the oil companies. And we're going to determine, you know, whether or not they're making too much money. We're going to determine, you mm-hmm. know, that that's, the government's going to figure out what is what is fair and just that is and the, the right amount. That is the communist philosophy. It is. You go look it up. You don't have to believe us. You go 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 on Google and start reading about it. Read about Karl Marx. Right. And and read about when uh, Lenin in uh, in Russia implemented uh, Marxism. And you will see it's very similar to what's going on in California, very similar to what they want to do in Los Angeles. Uh, there's, there's really only two ways to run, uh, a civilization. Either you let people have their freedom and let the freedom create the wealth. And it's like a rising tide lifts all boats, right? It's all about incentive and motivation. Or the government gathers all, everything of value, all the assets, and then divvies out proportionally, uh, who they think, uh, deserves to be helped. <laughs> exactly. Now, they've tried it that way a number of times. It always ends up being a disaster. And what happens is the people in government who have control of all the assets, they have control of the money, the accounts, the homes, the buildings, the businesses, well, they get corrupted by it, right? You remember in the old Soviet Union, whoever was, uh, whoever the leader was, whoever the, was the premier, he had... Great homes and apartments, lavish vacation homes, and all the people working in drudgery in dangerous factories were living in two by four shoe boxes. Everybody had the same shoe box. They never ever got the money. They never got their share. He did. The Soviet right, premier we, did. When we come back, we'll be talking to Steve Gregory. Gil Cedillo finally releases a statement. He's one of the three city council members who was on that leaked audio, and he wasn't resigning either, but his term actually ended. He got uh, beat in his re-election effort. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com.
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.